On the farm today, we focus in on pulses. Joining me right now is Carl Potts, the executive director for the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. And Carl, at the Sask Pulse Growers winter meetings, you talked to producers about weathering the storm. We've been through a a period of uh, challenging situations in the pulse industry over the last couple of years, which really started primarily with uh, India's imposition of import duties back in the fall of 2017. That's resulted in reduced exports from Canada, lower prices to to producers, lower revenue for producers, as well as lower revenue for us as an organization. So we've had to make a number of adjustments, including significant reductions to our expenditure budget um, and making those adjustments to be able to uh, to react to a lower revenue situation overall. But we're in, in good situation now. We've made some of those adjustments and we're on track for a balanced budget as we go forward. Speaking of going forward, one of the biggest changes that we're going to be seeing in a few months, I think the end of September, the CDC breeding agreement that you have had with them is coming to an end. Yeah, that's right. We've had a long-term breeding agreement with the Crop Development Centre at the University of Saskatchewan really dating back to 1997 or so. And uh, and under that agreement, we've provided, farmers have provided very significant upfront funding to support the pulse breeding program over those years. And in return, we've had uh, commercialization rights for the varieties coming out of that program. Now, at the end of our current agreement, that's gonna be changing. we're no longer going to be the exclusive uh, partner with the university and it's likely that they'll have some other uh, other partners uh, involved as well. So what that's going to mean for farmers is that for new varieties that are released after the end of our agreement, so more to 2022 and beyond, um, that they're likely to be paying royalties for access to, to new varieties. So basically paying for access to varieties in a different way than they've been accustomed to in the past. Any uh, varieties that have been released or will be released before the end of our agreement, SPG has the, the permanent commercialization rights for those varieties. So, um, yeah, so those varieties will remain uh, available to growers under the same arrangement as, as we've always had. What we're really talking about is, is new varieties that are re- released from the program about 2022, 23 and beyond. So that being said, how is your focus with respect to R&D, especially breeding, going to change? The way we see things going forward is that instead of uh, providing large upfront funding to breeding programs, we're going to take a more focused and targeted approach. So we're likely to focus on some of the the most impactful uh, areas of breeding and variety development that we feel are high priority for farmers. So some examples of those would be uh, an increased focus on root disease, aphanomyces resistance in pea and lentil varieties. We're also interested in in more herbicide tolerances for lentils. We have uh, Clearfield lentils, IMI tolerance there. We're interested in helping to support the development of additional herbicide tolerances for farmers because we know that weed control is a very important component for for lentil uh, production and expanding yields there. Uh, and then, then the other area of focus will be to a continued focus on expanding the adapted area for smaller acreage crops like faba beans and chickpeas so that we can put more time between pea and lentil rotations to help to break some of the disease cycle that we're facing. You talked to producers about the 25 by 2025 initiative. As we have faced challenges in some of our key export markets, traditional markets like India, it's really made us redouble our efforts to try to diversify and grow 
new markets and new demand. And some of that is closer to home in the plant-based protein sector. We've seen a lot of investment uh, and new product launches in North America and in, in Europe uh, with more interest in plant-based protein. And peas and, and lentils and other pulses are very uh, well positioned to, to supply the, uh, those ingredients for that demand. So a big focus on food ingredients, pet food and feed, as well as the, the U.S. food service industry are the three main areas that we're focusing on. We're really trying to create two million tons of new demand by 2025. And just for comparison, you know, India in its uh, peak would, would have been importing from Canada, you know, one to 1.5 million tons of, of peas. So again, not trying to necessarily replace our key export markets, but to be more diversified and lower risk five and 10 years down the road than we are today. That's Carl Potts, the executive director for the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler.